are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. My cat is right up against this microphone, so if you hear him meowing, I am so sorry. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Join me tomorrow to talk about the remainder of the flame seasons and uh, the absolute chaos that is the NHL. We have quite an episode planned for you today. Originally, it started with uh, Tom Wilson and the Rangers statements, but in the last hour, (laughs) a lot has happened. So while you're here, don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Flames. It's free, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll want to leave a five-star rating and a nice little review while you're there. Okay, I'm so sorry about that chaotic intro. My cat has just decided... (laughs) to walk all over my coffee table, knock things over, brush up against the microphone, but you know, we are having a day here today and I hope y'all are doing well and hanging in there. Uh, (laughs) By now, I'm sure you've heard it. If not, I'm going to assume you live under a rock, but Tom Wilson was back doing Tom Wilson things on Monday night. Yeah, Monday. And my goodness, you guys, it was just quite the scene. You know, I don't understand how you hit, like punch a guy in the head while he's lying face down, defenseless, and then grab Panarin's hair. Like, Panarin has some curls, okay? Like, I have curls, and I get it. Like, that that's a lot of hair. It's thick, whatever, besides the point. And yank him down and have him fall, thankfully, on his shoulder and not, you know, his head where he could have cracked his head open on the ice and died. And, um, you know, I I don't understand it. And then you go to the penalty box flexing like some unhinged, morally corrupt, no remorse buffoon. And, you know, people have told me that, you know, using words like unhinged and unbothered uh, are dangerous. Quite honestly, I think Tom Wilson's behavior is a little bit more dangerous. But again, who am I? So Panarin's season came to an end. Um, Again, Caps fans are excusing this by saying, well, you know, he was taking maintenance days before and it's really not that big of a deal. It's only a few games. Okay, Great. So if that happened to Ovechkin, y'all would be losing your gosh darn minds and it would just like you would never hear the end of it, which is rightfully so, because you shouldn't the shoe shouldn't have to be on the other foot in order for you to see why this is a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like if Matthew Kachuk did any of this, I would want him suspended. I'd want him fined. I would want that supplementary discipline that is warranted when you act like that and I just again Caps fans are just an absolute different breed and 
I hate that the Bruins will probably meet them in the playoffs, but yesterday his punishment was announced and it turns out that it's just, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> uh, $5,000 for roughing and uh, he didn't even get supplementary discipline for Panarin and just, oh my God, I can't, I can't. And then, and then all of a sudden that comes out and then like 6.45 um, Eastern time, the Rangers release a statement saying that uh, DPOS is um, department, department, or DOPS, sorry. <laughs> oh man, you know, it's uh, easy to confuse the two, but that, you know, it needs, it just need everybody needs to be fired. There's no standard for the league. Absolutely nothing's being done and called for George Peros's job. And I, you know, I get it. And I think that's completely fair. And uh, then today, the Rangers um, <laughs> announced that they were firing John Davidson and Jeff Gordon. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't, okay? I was getting ready to leave for, the, for my doctor's appointment. And then all of a sudden, I see Elliot Friedman announce this firing. And I'm like, I'm really glad that I decided to wait to record today's episode before jumping into this. Because my God. But uh, Elliot Friedman said... Like many of you, I assume this had to do with the events of the last 48 hours. I don't believe Davidson Gorton had anything to do with last night's Rangers statement. It was Dolan-driven. However, there is word Dolan was unhappy with the Rangers season and wanted to make a change. Okay, cool. Um, this rebuild has gone very well, in my opinion, at the rate that it's going. Um, rebuilds literally don't happen overnight. Sorry. I hate to break it to you. Um, oh, my God. And there's, like, three games left in the season for them, I think. And they're eliminated from playoff contention. Why wasn't the coach fired as well? Okay? Because David Quinn is an underperforming coach. But anyways, um, could be next in line after Daryl Sutter. But, um, yeah, you know, I just think that this has been very crazy – <laughs> week for Rangers fans and it is only Wednesday you start to get a little worried when <laughs> your week is already this chaotic three days into it but um you know at least the Flames have a hockey game tonight and I'm sure no one will be watching that because everybody is looking forward to this Caps and Rangers matchup personally I don't think I've been this excited for a regular season hockey match um since the Battle of Alberta, that uh, the game in February last season. So, yeah, <laughs> we have more to come on the show today. As usual, you know, you get your daily dose of Jess here. But we're going to, uh, of course, talk about the Flames coming up next. But before we jump into that, I'm going to talk to you guys about Locker Room. Locker Room is the newest way where we how we talk about sports. The app is ready to download and on your app store, and it's fantastic. You can find me there at uh, Jess Belmosto, and 
find me there on Twitter as well and where we talk about the flames and chaos of sports. So head on over to the App Store today and download the free Locker Room app and join me there tomorrow so we can talk about the one and only Calgary Flames and the National Hockey League. If you're a college student like me, you already know what time of year it is. It is finals week and do you know what you need to keep you going? No, it is not copious amounts of alcohol. It is the one and only protein bar brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to builtbar.com today and make a purchase of the most delicious tasting protein bars out there. They have a wide variety of flavors. Uh, You know, the sweet tooth and me is really loving that. My boyfriend loves them and We use them to get through our day and when we're on the run. So head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your Built Bar order. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. In less exciting news, the Calgary Flames play today and they are 10 points out of a playoff spot now. Winnipeg is tied for third place with Montreal. And the Jets can actually clinch a playoff spot tonight if they beat the Flames in regulation. (laughs) Guys, part of me is like, yeah, just admit it, you're not going to the playoffs. But then they do these weird things where they give us false hope. And I get really excited to come on here and talk to y'all about (laughs) the wonderful chances of this team making the playoffs. But I think it's just time to accept that it's not happening. And it's just, it's unrealistic. I'm sorry. You have to win all of your games pretty much because there's 12 points left on the table and it just doesn't seem realistic. Um, Markstrom's in net tonight. I, you know, state the obvious there. Uh, Brett Ritchie is back on the second line and you already know how I feel about that. But one of the advanced stats that I had seen on the five things you need to know before the game on the Flames website is that the Flames have better shot attempts and more high danger chances than the Jets by a decent amount. Uh, It's 52.43% versus 48.6 to uh, the Jets there. And High danger chances, it's about a 10% difference, which is insane. The Jets are a good team, and I think that they do (laughs) and can run circles around the Flames. I think anybody could do it blindfolded, really, (laughs) with one leg in the air and, you know, do a somersault. But the Flames... (laughs) I just, I don't know, because I don't want to, you know, have this false sense of hope that, oh yeah, you know, the Flames, the Flames could win tonight. I mean, yeah, technically they can win every night. There's a 50-50 chance of them winning, you know, but one thing that you just kind of have to remember is that this team is tired, okay? They're slow. They're, like, they're not even an old team. It's not like you can blame it on that. Like, it's just a team that is out of shape. Their conditioning is very different from those in the league, and I think that this offseason is going to be spent getting their butts into gear. And Milan Lucic waived his no-movement clause, so he's going to be exposed in the draft. 
Gio is going to be exposed. You know, I think that there are a lot of changes coming towards Calgary's way. And unfortunately, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And getting rid of older players like that um, will help speed up your team. And I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, obviously, what's uh, Seattle's going to take that team, like take those players from you. But there's always a chance. And the Flames, just they just need to win. There's a chance here, okay? There's a chance for everything. And I need people to start understanding hockey decisions versus, uh, you know, emotional and emotionally made decisions. And unfortunately, that's just how it works. I don't think that anything here is out of the ordinary for the Flames. I don't think it's out of the ordinary for... Any team that is in that transitional phase before their rebuild. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. And coming up next, we are going to talk about the Vancouver Canucks and how they are doing. Because quite honestly, things are not going too hot over in Vancouver. And I will have that for you. But what I want you to do now is head on over to wealthfront.com and look at how your assets could be managed. You know, uh, Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get that as well. Um, (laughs) You can have your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com forward slash locked on NHL and you can have a safe portfolio, you know, trust these people. Wealthfront can create a portfolio that's globally diverse for low-cost index funds, personalized just for you in minutes. You don't have to pick the stocks. There's no manual trades. There's no, you don't have to watch the stock market every day. My father used to do that and it drove me crazy because it's just a bunch of numbers on screen. And you know, these people can handle it for you. That is what they're there for. And you can head on over to wealthfront.com forward slot forward slash locked on NHL and get started today. That's wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL to start grow your savings. Bet Online AG has all of your sports betting needs and everything you need to get it all figured out. But the beauty of all of this is that you get a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up today and use promo code LOCKED ON at uh, once you make your first deposit. So head on over to Bet Online AG and sign up for a free account and make that first deposit so you can start betting on games and earn your 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code Locked On. Locked On Flames continues. I'm just here to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Flames for free wherever you get your podcasts, and you will never miss an episode. All right, you guys. So we knew that Vancouver's bounce back, or not even a bounce back, but their return after their COVID um breakout outbreak that's the word outbreak that's the word I'm looking for was going to be tough I mean I don't know if anybody kind of pictured like six losses in a row tough but they are 
just they're they're barely hanging on by a thread they are seventh in the north division right now and i this isn't about the grind of hockey this isn't about some sort of you know miracle comeback story or anything like that this is about managing players who are who have just overcome a virus that is known to have if it's like takes such a serious and physical toll on one's body uh even after it's healed you know it's not like the flu where you're you know sick for a few days and you know excavating your bowels every once in a while and all that fun stuff but it like we know how serious this can affect people and we've seen it with athletes and everyday people as well and these guys aren't superheroes here and Travis Green came out and said that the team is exhausted and I feel so bad for them because this they didn't want to come back and play they didn't want that they wanted to rest and heal but unfortunately things just don't work didn't work out that way And I think things have to be pretty bad in order for your coach to come out and say things like that because, you know, a coach can kind of skate around the bush and beat around the bush and what have you. But in a way, I see him kind of like advocating for his players there because these guys are tired. This isn't just something that you can brush off it's not the cold it's not a common cold it's not a sinus infection you know like I mean hell it it usually takes me a few weeks to bounce back from a sinus infection okay a few weeks is a little dramatic but you know feel get getting back to 100% takes a while and we have seen it and there was a piece in the athletic about one of the Minnesota Wilds um prospects and how he was petrified that he was going to die in his sleep and how he would make his parents like sleep next to him and how he would you know cry to them and say I don't know if I'm gonna wake up because of the serious effects that this had on him and you know my heart goes out to everybody who has dealt with this and has had those fears some things are bigger than hockey and when you have to jeopardize your health and worry about your life and things like that. I, I it just it, it's hard. It's hard for me because I watched my mom get sick with this over Facetime because I wasn't home. I live in New York now, and she lives back in Massachusetts, and she couldn't talk above a whisper because she would get winded if she talked at a normal, you know, I almost said room temperature, but you know, normal volume like I'm talking right now. And it just breaks my heart because, like, this is just, it's so heavy and so, it, it's a lot. And it's, this is more than just the hockey grind and more than, it's more than hockey. And I, I'm sorry if some people don't see it that way. I, I can't change your mind and I don't think I can at this point because we're, I don't know, 13, 14 months into this whole pandemic, but... That's all I have to say, and the Flames, you know, they wrap up their season against the Canucks, and just kind of rooting 
for them to finish their season and just, you know, finish healthy and not have any stragglers along the way as they finish it out. But that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you have a great Wednesday and I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope the Flames win tonight. I hope I am a good podcast host for you. (laughs) I'm really grateful and I know I say this a lot, but last night I was sitting in bed and just just having one of those moments where I realized how grateful I am to host this podcast and to be embraced by the wonderful fans of Calgary and thank you all for tuning in and downloading the show but of course please make sure that you are taking care of yourselves and I'm gonna leave it at at that note I'm sorry um but if you want more in-depth uh, knowledge about the, I almost said Tony D'Angelo situation, <laughs> about the Rangers chaos and things like that, head on over to Lockdown Rangers and listen to uh, John talk about the team. And of course, if you want to learn more about the Capitals, head on over to Amy's podcast and listen to Locked on Capitals. And I will catch you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.